Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of Broadway and Other Kiwi Dreams. This is a podcast in which I, James Shearer, talk to inspiring and creative people in and around the New Zealand theatre industry and find out how they got that way. In this first episode, you will find out what this podcast is and how future episodes will be structured. You'll get an insight into my own performing journey and how I came to want to create a podcast. I'll also reveal the first guest at the end of the episode, so stick around for that. But wherever you are, whatever you're doing, enjoy the first episode of Broadway and Other Kiwi Dreams. Hi everyone, I'm so excited to be talking to you guys right now. This has been such a long time coming and I'm so excited to kick this podcast off. We'll get to that process a bit later, but first of all, I wanted to explain sort of what this podcast is and how the episodes will run in the future. So let's get into it. So as I said, this is a podcast in which I talk to people in the New Zealand theatre industry and find out more about them and more about their journey as performers, or if they're not performers, their journey as whatever their speciality is. This podcast is inspired by a lot of different podcasts and a lot of different shows, but there's two in particular that I wanted to name. The first is Dax Shepard's Armchair Expert. I just think Dax is an amazing interviewer and the episodes of the show uh, just seem so carefree and sort of free-flowing in their conversation. The second is Off Camera with Sam Jones. Sam is a very famous professional photographer. He's photographed a lot of different celebrities for promotion of their films, and he has a podcast called Off Camera. I love this podcast. It's so well produced. He just seems so generous in his interview style. It just seems kind of like a conversation between two friends rather than an interviewer asking questions of an interviewee. And that's that's kind of what I want to achieve with this podcast is I don't want it to sound like an interview. I want you at home to feel like you're listening in on a conversation between friends. Speaking of friends, I have a lot of friends in the industry, but I don't necessarily know a lot about them. I know that they're performers, I know that they love performing, but I don't know much about their journeys coming up to where they are today. I also wanted to start this podcast because I really want to create something. Those of you who know me will know that I have a YouTube channel and I create videos on that, but if I'm honest, I'm a little bit lazy and creating videos is just so much work and time and effort, so I thought why not half the experience and double the quality. If you're listening to this at the time of release, you'll know that we are currently in the height of the coronavirus pandemic, and I kind of got motivated to start this now because everyone's kind of at home and kind of wanting stuff to do, and I thought, why not give them something to listen to? And at the start, at least, I think most people listening will know the guests as friends or as acquaintances or people that they've seen on stage, so I thought, why not allow you to get to know those people more. So how did this podcast come about? I actually thought of the name first, Broadway and Other Kiwi Dreams, and it came to me, I think it was in the shower, and I thought, wow, that's that's an awesome name, and then the concept kind of came after that. So I've been thinking about it for a couple months and kind of putting it off and putting it off and, you know, things got in the way, and then this isolation this quarantine hit and I had nothing to do so I thought why not do that thing that I've been wanting to do for ages and break out the microphone and start the podcast so as I said most of 
the guests, at least at the start, will be kind of my friends in the performing arts industry, people that I've performed with, people that I studied with. Moving along, though, it could be that I branch out of the performing arts industry. I like to think of it as Broadway and other Kiwi dreams, and I'm the Kiwi who's allowing people to share their dreams. So how will this podcast run in the future? So the first question I'll ask people usually is what is your favorite musical and I thought just for the sake of this episode I'll ask that for myself. So I'm quite a mainstream I guess person. I like the sort of mainstream musicals and my favorite musical is no departure from that at all. It is Hades Town the musical um, which won the Tony Award last year I think. I just love the music in this musical, I love the story, which is an ancient, ancient story about Orpheus and Eurydice. A close runner-up is probably Dear Evan Hansen, so I guess you can kind of find a pattern of the musicals that I like. But yeah, Dear Evan Hansen is a close runner-up to Hadestown. So the first thing I'll usually talk to guests about is their early life and how they grew up with specific emphasis on their performing. So I grew up in Auckland, New Zealand. If you ask my parents, um, they will say that I was always energetically performing you know, with my stuffed animals and roping my siblings into doing Christmas shows and all that. So I was always kind of performing in the house, but I never really did much official performing, you could say. I did hip-hop classes when I was six to ten, I think. And in those classes, we did like an end-of-year show. So I guess I performed in those, but it was always kind of in a group and it was just hip-hop. When I was 13, I went off to boarding school. And I know what that sounds like. It's Sounds like my parents shipped me off to boarding school, but I, uh, that was that was not the case at all. It was the school that my dad went to, that his dad went to, um, and it was kind of a family thing that we went to this boarding school called King's College. I actually really liked high school and the process of that. However, it did mean that I had to stop dance classes and everything. Unfortunately, King's didn't offer dance classes or drama classes at that time, so I couldn't keep up the performing side of myself. It did offer music, which I took for three weeks in year 11, but I dropped it to take chemistry because I thought I was going to be an engineer. Obviously, that didn't happen. <laughs> but the reason that didn't happen is because I did what was called Glee Club in year 11, which is basically the school musical. We performed Chicago. And that was directed by Jason Tometi. Now, Jason is an awesome director. Some of you may know him already. And I guess I kind of credit my love for musical theatre to Jason because he, as a director, just instilled this passion for the craft of performing. And that show, Chicago, was just such an amazing show for any theatre company, let alone a high school. So shout out to Jason, if you're listening. Um... Thank you so much for instilling the passion of performing in me and I'm assuming many other people that you've come in contact with. So in that same year, in year 11, I also performed with a company called the National Youth Theatre Company or NYTC, which a lot of you will know as well. And I just loved it so much. And it was kind of at that point that I thought, if I can make good friends like this and enjoy what I'm doing, why would I go and do something that I don't enjoy as much? And so three years later, I auditioned for NASDA. Before we move on, another question I like to ask people is what is their dream role to play? I think my dream role would have to be Evan Hansen in Dear Evan Hansen. It's just such a meaty, emotional role to sink your teeth into and the songs. I would probably have to work on my voice a bit before doing that role, but yeah, that's a 
dream role for me to play. So as I said, I auditioned for NASDA at the end of year 13. I think it should be known that my parents are not performers at all, neither are my younger brother and sister. All of them were and still are super supportive um, and encouraging of everything I want to do, so they really encouraged me to go for the audition and to give it my best shot. And I got in. I enjoyed my time at NASDA so much. I found out a lot of things that I didn't know I was good at. For example, I found out I was good at tap. I'd never put tap shoes on before going to NASDA. And I just found it really easy to kind of get those rhythms and use my feet to make those rhythms. I also met my partner, Bridie, in first year of NASDA. We were at the same hall together. She's not a performer. She was studying design and multimedia. And we'll actually be celebrating our five-year anniversary on May 7th, which is amazing. A question that I'm always kind of interested in is what is people's miscast role? So a role that you'd never be cast as, whether it's the opposite gender or if it's a younger role or an older role. So my dream miscast role, I think, is Jenna in Waitress. I think it's just because of Jeremy Jordan's version of She Used to Be Mine. If you haven't seen that, look it up on YouTube. It's phenomenal. But yeah, I think that's just such an emotional role. And the songs, especially She Used to Be Mine, is so well written by Sarah Bareilles. And yeah. So as I said before, I started a YouTube channel and that was actually in high school, which was in hindsight, a pretty brave thing to do in a all boys boarding high school, especially for the kind of stuff that I was putting out. I was kind of putting out silly vlogs and music videos and everything. So it's kind of almost vulnerable content to be putting out. I did get a bit of teasing from it, um, but I sort of chose not to see it as bullying. And if you want to see a video I made at the time, go to I Got The Gay Award, I think it's called, on my YouTube channel. If you really want to go see it, my YouTube channel is youtube.com slash jamesshera. But fast forwarding a few years, I started a video business after NASDA. And I haven't really done much with it just because I've been kind of going from gig to gig in the performing world. So I haven't really had a chance to grow that business, but I hope to in the future. Another question that I want to ask guests is, what is the favorite role that you've played? For me, I haven't really played many lead roles or anything like that. I think my favorite would have to be the Tin Man double in Wicked. When Showbiz did Wicked, um, spoiler alert, or if you don't want to know the magic of theater, <laughs> there's a part in the show where Bok changes into the Tin Man. It's like a five second change. So obviously he can't change costume in time. So we had Bok go behind the wardrobe and me as the Tin Man would pop out the other side and be the double. It's not really a role, but it's, it was fun and my favorite role to date. I think the most memorable role that I've had is by far when I got naked on stage in Cabaret. That was in third year of NASDA and that was quite a memorable experience um, and it definitely broke a lot of barriers in my performing so I'm grateful for that. So especially at this point in time when I'm recording this and when it'll be released, the thing on everyone's mind is COVID-19. And I don't think that can be avoided when talking to people about what they're up to at the moment. So that will be a section of the interviews, at least at the start, because I think it's important to talk to people 
about what they're doing to get through this crazy time. So for me, Bridie and I actually moved to Brisbane at the end of February. So it was kind of all happening overseas, but it wasn't really happening here at that time. So we moved here and then three weeks later is when New Zealand went into lockdown. And I was completely 50-50 on going back or staying. And luckily, Bridie got a job at a pet store. I still haven't got a job, but I think we're okay living here. I do think that we are going to come out of this better than before. I think we will remember who the heroes were and they weren't, you know, the big corporations or even most of the governments. It was the hardworking people on the ground providing essential services to complete strangers that kept humanity afloat. So the last question that I want to ask my guests is, what is your Kiwi dream? It might be kind of corny or cliche, but that's the name of this podcast, and I think that's kind of a good way to end the podcast. So what about for me? Um, I have a few different dreams, the first of which is the reason the podcast is named what it is, Broadway. I want to be a professional performer, and not necessarily on Broadway, that's just a catchy title, just a working professional performer in some sort of capacity, or not even necessarily a performer, but just something in and around the theatre. I also, as I said, run a film studio, and one of my dreams is to grow that film studio and to provide the video service to people who need it. For example, weddings, commercials, real estate, all that sort of stuff. I think businesses and people in general need video services in this digital age, and I want to be able to provide that. And finally... A new dream that I have is this podcast. I want to grow this podcast and I want to create better content for everyone listening and a better experience for all my guests. I don't necessarily know where this is going to go, but I'm so excited for the possibilities and I'm so grateful to anyone that clicks on and listens for any capacity whatsoever. Thank you so much for listening to the first episode of Broadway and Other Kiwi Dreams. I hope you enjoyed finding out a bit more about me, and I hope you're excited for what's to come. Speaking of what's to come, next week is the first guest episode of the podcast. I'll be talking to an amazing tap dancer and all-round performer who is pegged to play Eliza Doolittle in the delayed showbiz production of My Fair Lady. That's right, next week, Saturday the 18th of April, tune in for a conversation with Kara Josephson. You can find out where to listen to Broadway and other Kiwi Dreams on our website, jamesshera3.wixsite.com slash andotherkiwidreams. You can also find us on your preferred social media outlet by searching at andotherkiwidreams. So stay safe, wash your hands, and we'll see you next time.